Anyway, so you, we just came back from Insights, and, and some of us got a little present on the way out, right? So how many of us got COVID? Oh, there's Brian. He got COVID. Yeah, I just got a negative PCR, so I'm good. Um, I'm finally getting out of this room. I've been locked in this room for a week. All right, and we're live. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Hey, Jose, how are you? I'm good. I just saw you about, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes ago when we did this earlier, because I screwed it up. Welcome to take two of our, take two of our first podcast. Yeah. yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. I didn't read the instructions, just like I do every day. Um, anyway, so yeah, so why are we here? Like, my name is Jose Gomez. I've been a member of Epi Users for about 15 years. Actually, Epi Users is only like five years old, but I've been a member of Epicor, the community, for about 15 years. Uh, and so that's, you know, why I'm here. I love Epicor. I can say about the same. I think I started working with Epicor about the same time you did, and uh, yeah. been on Epi Users the same amount of time that you did. And, uh, and Jose and I work together, so we get to do this almost every day. Yeah, so Brian and I are always on Zoom. We're talking, we're chatting, we're, we're talking uh, Epicor, we're talking enterprise, we're talking the web. Uh, you know, we work together as Stephen Gould uh, with Brandon and Hannah and Brian, and we have a pretty tight, you know, tight-knit community here at, uh, with Epi Users. Um, you know, Brandon, Brian and I are founders of Epi Users. We, you know, came up with this idea, what, six years ago over drinks at Insights? Yeah, about that. Yep. And so, you know, we decided pretty much soon after that we wanted to do a podcast. We thought that, you know, this community is so engaged and uh, we think that, you know, this is stuff that we do every day and we talk about, we talk chop all the time. And we thought it might be interesting to record a few of those things and put them out there and, you know, see if we can help each other or help anybody else. Uh, and it might just be fun, really. I mean, you know, we work all day, every day. And so, being able to just talk, shop, and shoot the breeze outside of work uh, sounded like a great, fun idea. That sounded like fun. We can get a few other people on here to make it a little more fun, too. Yeah, for sure. You know, we've talked about bringing in guests. You know, we, we've actually had a few conversations with Epicor already uh, about bringing some people in from, from the Epicor team to, you know, talk to us, do little interviews, you know, drill them onto why they're doing certain things, uh, you know. It just sounds like something that the community might benefit from. And, and we can definitely get, you know, input from the community and, and get it to participate too, right? Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we get past this first episode. <laughs> you know, we, we hopefully won't have to record it for, us for the third time. I think that neither you nor I have it in us to record this three times. Uh, in no, definitely not. But, uh... <laughs> definitely not. Um, Anyway, so you, we just came back from Insights, and, and some of us got a little present on the way out, right? So how many of us got COVID? Oh, there's Brian. He got COVID, yeah. I just got a negative PCR, so I'm good. Um, I'm finally getting out of this room. I've been locked in this room for a week. Uh, my, as soon as my wife found out that Brian and others um, have, have uh, COVID positive, she locked me in the room and threw the wick key away. Because um, she has her yeah. conference, and she's like, listen, you got to go to your conference and, and hang out with your buddies. So lock yourself in that room and don't come out until I go to my conference. Yeah, unfortunately, a bunch of us got it and, uh, and all came home with it over the weekend and to share that news with each other. So so that was the downside of Insights and, and traveling home was a little bit tough for some of us with some flight cancellations and things like that. But 
but the few days in front of that were were amazing. It was good to uh, it's good to get out there and see everyone again. We made it to Insights last year, but a lot of other people didn't, so we didn't get to see some of our some of our usual some of our usual friends and and uh, and some of the Epicor some of the Epicor things were missing a little bit last year too. But this year was a this year was a crowded house, right? I think attendance. Was it was max capacity. It was really crowded. I mean, in a good way, right? Yeah. It was awesome to see everybody again. We, you know, like you said, we went last year and it was not even half of what it used to be. Um, and we've been doing this for a long time. So we have a lot of friends. We, we know a lot of people that we've kind of grown through the Epic world together for the last, you know, 12 or 15 years or so. So it was fantastic to see everybody again together. Um, it was a little shocking, you know, coming from the, from the COVID world. And I remember like, I opened the pavilion doors to get in like right at the beginning of the, when they first opened it. And I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like it was an ocean of people. Um, but it was really great. It was a really great week, I think. Yeah, it was great. I mean, insights is always a great educational event and there's always great sessions. Um, but the networking is, is always wonderful. And you know, that's where you and I met, like, I don't know how long yeah. ago, 10 years ago or something like that. That's where you and I connected with the rest of this group and, and eventually created, Epi users on the back of a napkin at Insights one night. So, <laughs> the back of a napkins and down a couple of bottles, uh, and here we are. Now, what six six years later? I, I don't remember exactly the date. I I get a reminder once a year. It says, you know, happy anniversary, Epi users. And I'm like, I can't believe we're you know, we're five or six years into this, and and how much the community has grown, uh, the platform, you know, how many people are actively participating. It blows me away. I mean, there's always. 50 to 60 people active on the site at all times, um, you know, day or night. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The amount of new users before and after insights is always fun, too. Yeah. I always wonder where they come from. I'm like, you know, is, is Epicor incorporating or buying, you know, selling a whole bunch of, uh, of new uh, installations? Because where are these people coming from? You know, I figure once we've been around for, you know, five or six years, that's it. We'll, we'll get all the people and, and then that's the end of it. But we get... You know, from a few a, a few people to a couple hundred people every day that just join the forum. It's it's kind of crazy. Well, maybe their sales numbers are are pretty accurate then, and they are growing. So. Yeah, no, that's that's a fantastic. Uh, I, see. I see it on our. A too. fantastic thing. Um, so you know, interest so, today because uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to ask you what were some of the highlights of the show for you, Jose. Yeah, I was going to say you know, for me, you know, the the App Studio Labs were really really good. Um, as you know, I have been involved working with Epicor through the whole App Studio um, implementation from the beginning. We, we, you know, because of of our company, we are we are very involved with as much as we can be uh, in Epicor, and so we've seen, you know, the little baby App Studio grow, uh, and it's turned into quite a fine teenager at this point. Um, and it's nice to see it. It's nice to see it, you know, get where it is. We've gone, as you as you know, we've we've had all our customizations uplifted. Um, by Hannah, and uh, it has been amazing to see that you know she's been able to recreate pretty much all our customizations uh, without having to write a single line of code on the front end, and uh, that's pretty impressive. I, I was I had my doubts that we were going to be able to uplift and get all our customizations moved to Kinetic uh, UI. Uh, I was really skeptical at the beginning there. I, I had a couple of panic attacks about having to relearn everything, and you're taking away my code. How could you? Uh, but it really has been a, a pretty, uh, a pretty amazing outcome at the end. I, I'm pretty happy with where, where they're going to be um, and where they're at. 
Yeah, I got a chance to go to those a lot of those labs where it didn't they didn't have as many last year. Um, I didn't go to some of those labs, just conflicting classes that I wanted to go to. Um, this year, trying to get into some of those labs, they they were the hot sessions of the week. Um, trying to get in those earlier, you know, I think Tuesday when they first opened up the doors to the labs, uh, you couldn't even get into the app the app studio labs, and uh, they repeated them three or four times each one of the sessions throughout the week. Uh, I was able to connect with all of them, and they were fantastic. They really were. I mean. It's, it's good to see how easy it is to do some of those things that, you know, you know, I don't code, right? Full full disclosure, I don't write code. I'm more on the implementation side of things. Um, but it was, you know, I borrow code from Jose and, and find things on Epi users and I've, you know, uh, struggled my way through that thing, you know, those things like a lot of others. Uh, but seeing how easy it is to put in like BAQ data views and things like that into into screen customizations now. There's a bunch of button clicks and things like that, but, but I don't have to sit there and copy and paste on those code, not knowing what it really does. and you know, hoping that it's going to work and things like that. So um, I see the future there is that that low code environment is definitely moving forward. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and speaking of low code, you know, Automation Studio, right? What uh, an incredible product. I, I was I was really like blown away by by the rollout of that product is is the first time I can say that I have been that impressed with a product from the get go that was released at a conference. Amazing. I, I, I've wanted something like this to be in Epicor for, for 10 years now, since they came out with Epicor 10. I really wanted to see uh, an easier way to integrate external applications. Um, Service Connect has always been there. Um, you know, there's a learning curve there. Um, I saw the Automation Studio is just an absolute home run. Um, they did live demos of it, fearless live demos, even setting up the accounts, going through everything. Uh, it was pretty amazing. Um, we got to go some labs to that toward the end of the week too, and and get our hands on it, and and meet the group from from Mercado as well, uh, and and pick their brains a little bit on on the roadmap there. Um, what a great tool set that that's integrating the application now. Yeah, I gotta say, you know, it's it, it was it was a home run. It was really, you know, not only is it great for external integrations like you mentioned, Brian, but you can do internal stuff too. Like we're currently about to embark, you know, we, we've bought the product, right? We saw it at Insights, we fell in love with it and we said, let's go. Uh, you know, we, we handed our check over to Epicor and we're like, give it to us because we are in the process of implementing intercompany, right? In our company, but not company to company, but rather plant to plant. We do a lot of plant to plant uh, commerce. We buy stuff from ourselves all the time within a single company. And up until now, we've had everything kind of manual. You create an order here and a job there and you keep them in sync by hand and it's painful. Uh, and we already had plans to write uh, some kind of automation around that by using the REST API and a bunch of custom code. We had the specs out, we were ready to go, hit the ground running when we come back from Insights. And immediately I said, well, hold on, because what we just saw at Insights is a game, it's a game changer and we can use this tool to our advantage so that we don't have to write a whole bunch of code. Uh, and it'll just make upgrades so much easier, right? You know, if you think about your integrations, they're all custom code right now, even Service Connect, you have to remap all those nodes. I mean, Service Connect, whew, I used to do a lot of Service Connect back in the day. And I, I gotta tell you, I don't miss that even a little bit. It's just that, what a, a horrible interface. It was a great product, it worked. It did what it was supposed to do. But that learning curve and that maintenance it's a lot, um, and so really, Automation Studio, I believe, is a game changer. Like, if you're looking, if I were out looking for an ERP system and I didn't know Epicor, and I got, you know, a couple of options, and and I saw Automation Studio, that would be a turning point, I think, for.
for me right now if I were to go out there and say, okay, what, what why do I want to get? And, and the difference was this guy has Automation Studio and this guy has something else. Huge, huge game changer, I think. Uh, yeah, I was happy with the partner. That, I was happy with the partner they chose to integrate with on that too. That's a stable platform and stable solution to build on. So. Yeah, great. mature. I mean, you know, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to go and rewrite everything from scratch. You want to integrate with ADP? Great. Click two buttons. You want to integrate with Salesforce? There's there too. HubSpot, you name it, right? There's thousands of integrations already available and built in. I think that bringing that level of maturity into the product is going to make a huge difference for everybody. Um, so we're really excited about that. We are, we actually are in conversations with Team Shoemaker at Epicor to have him come on the podcast a little later on in the next couple of episodes and just talk about it, you know, because not everybody was at Insights, right? This was a launch at Insights and it was demonstrated at Insights, but no, everybody has seen it. There was, you know, 3,500 people at Insights, um, but there's a lot of more uh, customers out there that haven't seen the product. And I think uh, uh, maybe we can convince them to do a little demo for us and, and kind of show the product a little bit and talk about how and why uh, and where the product is going, really. Um, but it's pretty exciting. Tim was uh, Tim was pretty excited with some of the teaser trailer videos you were <laughs> dropping on the forum for a week or so before Insights. Coming soon, all these great videos you're dropping in it. It basically led to... You're gonna to have to come to Insights to see what it was, and we're like, "Oh man, this." Yeah, exactly. Be the build-up build was um, there. We had to see something good. Exactly. So Tim was really excited about that, and he just kept, you know, he kept uh, uh, advertising it, you know, in secret. And we kept saying, "Tim, what is it?" Oh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Uh, but I think it was a really great reveal. I think that their team really, really did a good job. Marketing really did a good job. I think that's the standout from the conference. If I had to say, you know, what's the one thing you have to take away from Insights is Automation Studio, go get Absolutely. it. Absolutely, it's gonna make your life so much easier. Um, so, how about the Epi Users Dinner, right? Uh, that was pretty, pretty amazing too. Yeah, we were able to pick up a sponsor for this year. That's a, that's a, that's a milestone for us. Uh, we worked with eBizCharge, a payment solution company out of California. Um, they, they worked with us, um, you know, help sponsor the event. That was great. They had some, some raffles and giveaways. Uh, we've worked with them in the past, so it's, it wasn't a random. Uh, a random selection with them. Uh, we've worked with them uh, in the past with some customer solutions and uh, good product, good team, um, and good reputation there. Uh, so thanks again to eBiz Charge, so Matt and Victoria uh, working with us on that. Yeah, eBiz Charge. Woo! Woo! Let's go. Thanks for the beer. Thanks for the yeah, beer. And that giant beer. pretzel. Lots and of beer. And a giant pretzel and the delicious, uh, I had schnitzel in that place. That place had really good food too. Um, and they were, they were so good to work with us too. Uh, I can't believe they allowed us to do what we did. We had 80 people show up and each person took care of their own food. And we took care of the, the drinks with the sponsor, but it was crazy. And I thought I could have sworn that the restaurant was gonna be like, you guys cannot do this to us, but they were very accommodating. It was actually a great experience. Um, and we gave away our first awards, right? Yeah, that's uh, great. That was pretty. You have any pictures cool. of that? I do. I have a couple of pictures. Let me see if I can share those. But so we had always talked about, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could we could do some awards and we could do some things like that, you yeah. know, just for the community to recognize people that that spend their time, right? We don't get paid. Nobody gets paid for participating in our community, but we really love our community and we really want to see it grow. So we thought that it would be nice to kind of recognize some key individuals uh, based on their contributions. And so uh, the first award of the night went to uh, Mr. Mark, uh, Mark Wansel, uh, and he, he earned the most likes um, for the year. So he was the most appreciated member of our community. Everybody really appreciates Mark, uh, Mark's insights and his 
amazing dad jokes. Um, and so we were uh, glad to be able to recognize him. You know, he got a, a nice little certificate that he can hang on the wall somewhere and uh, and a nice Epi users mug, right? So we have, uh, we, we printed a few of these. We, we couldn't really afford that many, but we printed a few of these uh, Epi users mugs uh, thanks to the contributions of, of, of the patrons, right? We had a little bit of, of extra money from, from the year and we were able to buy a few mugs to hand out uh, at the conference. And that was a real hit, I think this year. Um, uh, so, so thank you so much, Mark, for, for being such an involved uh, member of our community, uh, and we really appreciate it. Um, then we had our most prolific problem solver, Hannah, who has really taken the mantle, uh, Brian, you've seen this too, with App Studio. I mean, brand new sure. product, you know, working through from the beginning with Epicor to try and get it working and figure out how it works with no documentation. Really, she has taken on that mantle and has become our, our App Studio guru over at the forum. And so she had the most solutions this year and they were all basically based around uh, App Studio. So we really appreciate the effort she put into that. And, and from a personal note, you know, seeing as she works on my team, um, she has put a ton of work into uplifting our customization. So, so we really appreciate that effort. And the fact that she has shared all this knowledge with, with the community, it's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. Um, and last but not least, we had a lot of fun with Utah, who uh, who was late to the party, uh, and we made fun of him and said, you know, the reason you were late is because there wasn't a like button on it, right? Because he got the award for the mo being the most appreciative, uh, because we all know that if you post anything on that forum, you're guaranteed a like by Utah and a reply sometimes, right? And we really appreciate him doing that because sometimes you post something and it just feels like it goes into the void. You respond to a question and maybe it's a solution, but you don't hear back from, the, from that original poster, uh, but you know that Utah is gonna appreciate you. So we really uh, wanted to recognize him for that. And you know, he spends a lot of time reading on the forum and he's a really involved member of our community. So uh, he, he got the, uh, the most appreciative award along with a, uh, a mug to go with it. Uh, so yeah, the dinner was huge. We had uh, what, 80 plus people, Brian, I think. I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, the restaurant uh, was a great uh, venue uh, and everybody just, I think we had a great time, you know, uh, networking and talking to each other. Um, uh, you know, some people got neat little raffles to take home. Andrew here got uh, a still shrink wrap copy of uh, MS-DOS, <laughs> which uh, I'm pretty sure at this point in time, that's a classic and a relic and he needs to keep that on their lock and key somewhere and one day it's going to be worth a lot of money. Um, I think you already sold the NFT of that, by the way. That's right. Yeah, we need to make an NFT of that. Uh, so Ernie, Ernie gave those to us. He found them digging through, you know, an old closet or something. And he's like, do you want these? And I was like, yeah, those will be great uh, raffle items uh, just for fun, really. Um, but, you know, we had a great time just seeing everybody. Um, you know, we did a bunch of raffles with our sponsors who they were amazing. They brought, you know, a few gift cards to give away. They brought hats. They brought, uh, they bought a bunch of drinks. So our sponsor was awesome. So we really had a fantastic time. Uh, and again, thanks so much to uh, eBiz Charge and Century Business Solutions for sponsoring that event for us. And we're actually going to have them as a guest on our podcast at some point in the future to, you know, talk about who they are and their product. And just, you know, they're great people. We have, uh, you know, worked with them before in other companies where where we we actually bought their product and we have used it. So uh, we were really glad that they uh, that they decided to uh, sponsor our event. Oh, and this is a picture of Andrew here uh, during, during our panel, right? So I forgot, you know, we had our, our Epi users panel. Uh, Epicor is always really gracious to give us time. And this time they actually gave us, they gave us three whole hours 
for our community members to show off our skills and our solutions and help each other out. Um, and it was really great. This little gem right here was a big standout that day, I think. Um, you know, I, I, I know you remember this, Brian, back when I was working, uh, I think it was a success. Um, I spent, I don't know how much time writing a little plugin for Excel that would allow me to run a BAQ in Excel via REST by passing in some parameters because the OData endpoint that Excel has built in does not allow you to change those parameters dynamically. So I spent, I don't know how much time building a completely custom coded solution to get that to work. And then Andrew shows up at Insights this year and he's like, oh, look, I did this. And he's built basically the exact same thing that I built with custom code. He built it with basic Excel and it just works beautifully. And I'm sitting over there like, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> so I just thought that it was a, a pretty amazing uh, little tool. And he's giving it away to everybody at the community for free. So go online and look for it. Um, it really works and, and it could be uh, pretty helpful, I think. This was a pretty slick solution. I do remember your Excel uh, tool that you had put together, the plugin. I was using it for a while and, and demoing it, trying to sell it with success. And and uh, I saw this from Andrew, and he started to present it uh, a little bit between the sessions and brought it up. And I said, "Oh, let me see this thing." So he walked through his presentation, and uh, this this was this was pretty slick for me. I mean, I you know I spent half my life in Excel, and I, I really love this. Yeah, yeah. I still uh, tell the story of how you told me how to write SQL in Excel, and I still regret that, but that's okay. Um, Excel is well, the world's greatest text editor. That's right. That's right. So we'll, we'll go into that one day. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do a show and tell, and you can talk about your tricks. We should not. That should just be buried <laughs> and never brought up again. Um, we also had John doing his dynamic inspection report, which I looked at when he was presenting, and it was so much work. I cannot believe the amount of work that took. Uh, to map out yeah. all those fields, I mean, that was an incredible uh, achievement there because that report natively is it, it is not very useful. So very, very slick. Uh, Mike, of course, with his never-ending love affair of uh, ECM. Um, amazing. And, you know, we love that about Mike. He's such a champion for that product. And it's a really an amazing product. We are actually implementing ECM at Stephen Gould, um, and we are you know, we've bugged Mike more than once about it. And so we'll definitely try to convince Mike to come along and uh, and do a little bit of a, of a talk about ECM and, and answer some questions, you know. So um, I think it'll be a good time. Hopefully he's on board for that. Um, you know, Greg Payne, he, he took us tariffing. You know, everybody loves that, you know, all the new tariffs in China and stuff like that. Uh, and he, he came up with a pretty slick solution to figure out how to properly charge tariffs um, to the customers at the right time. So we really appreciate all the presenters in the panel. And of course, Tim, again, he stole the show with, with his automation yeah. studio. Um, and we actually fell back because we had to cut him off. We were out of time. I was like, Tim, we're out of time, buddy. Um, so we'll definitely get Tim to come on the podcast and, and we'll give him as much time as he can take. Although that may be a mistake knowing Tim. <laughs> no, it'll be great. Yeah. We'll have to drop a few teaser trailers about about the show coming. That's right about the about the coming up episode. No, I, what I made a mistake is like he'll he'll go on. If we let him go on forever, he'll rebuild an integration into everything. You know, trying to demonstrate how awesome that product is. Um, so it was a really great show. Uh, Chris Khan showed us some pretty neat tricks on on Bartender too. 
that was neat. I didn't even know that Bartender had a service you could hook onto. So that was uh, kind of eye-opening for me, really. And we use Bartender, and we don't use that feature, but it's definitely something that uh, that we that we will consider. And we appreciate all the community members presenting. That really is a big deal. I mean, the best presentations at Insights are always, always the customer ones. No offense to Epicor, they do a great job, but really just seeing how the customers are using the product and the clever ideas. I mean, you know, that Excel thing that we saw earlier from Andrew, you know, the clever solutions that that, that people come up with and you used, like you would have never thought, oh, well, you could do that. Um, so I thought, you know, it was it was a pretty amazing conference. Chris also, uh, he dropped in there this pretty slick uh, web page, status web page for all Zebra printers too. He shared that code with me. Uh, pretty easy to deploy, so I'm going to be sending that over to get set up. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, pretty slick thing to uh, monitor status of his printers too. That went along with his bar his bartender solution. Do you have a Do you have a picture of Brandon in his presentation also? I don't have it downloaded, but yes, uh, it's out on Epi users. But yeah, Brandon did a really nice job um, talking about Avalara integration. Uh, can you guys hear my dog? Oh. Yes, we can. <laughs> All right, Brian, take the helm. I'll be right back. Okay, so Brandon Brandon Anderson got to present on uh, an integration that we did at Stephen Gould uh, with Avalara and, and uh, less about the code, but more about the business solution itself, where um, Avalara doesn't really show you any kind of uh, feedback in Epicor. It's a one-way one -way process for them uh, as far as the customer certificates and things like that. So we actually have a, a sync process that runs that uh, on a nightly basis. It checks out to Avalara and brings back and custom screen on the custom tab on the customer screen that shows us where the customers have valid tax certificates. Um, so that's, that's been pretty helpful for our group to uh, be able to see that as they're processing orders for customers. Yeah, it has been. And he's working on a version that he can release out to the community that, that removes some of our secrets um, from the code so that you guys can use it too. Uh, and it's really, really useful. Although again, with Automation Studio, that kind of, you know, you can move that there, right? If you really want yeah. to. So, you know, this is a very professional podcast. So my dog was barking. I had to kick her out of the room. So just pretend nothing happened. Hopefully politely. That's right. Well, yes, I kicked her very politely. I didn't actually kick her. Anyways. Um, yeah. So anyways, I don't know. I thought it was an amazing conference. It was great to see you in person. You know, Brian and I have been working together now for a couple of years directly in the same company. We've been working together as friends and, and community members for like 15 years. But in the same company, we've been now for about two years and we hadn't actually seen each other face to face um, uh, in the until the conference. So it was really nice to get together uh, and spend some some team building time, you know, absolutely, aka drinks uh, together and, and, and just, you know, talk about work and and uh, and get excited about the 40 implementations we have coming this year. So uh, you're going to hear a lot about that on the podcast later, at some point, I'm sure, you know, as we discover new and magical ways of, of, of using Epicor. There are always new and magical ways to use Epicor. <laughs> there are, there are. Um, what else? I think, uh, you know, the other thing that we're trying to do is we're going to add a section or a, or a, uh, yeah, a section here in the podcast to answer questions from, from the audience, right? Not live necessarily, but, you know, we'll put out an email address. If you have a question, a burning question, about Epicor, about anything else. How does something work? Even if we don't know the answer, uh, we'll find it. We'll try to find it. We have a lot of contacts in the Epicor world, both in the community and Epicor themselves. Uh, we'll reach out. We'll be your advocate. We'll try to find an answer for you. 
it may not be the answer you like, but we'll try to find an answer for you for sure. So we think it'll be really fun. We're also going to have some other guests coming on. We have some partners lined up that are going to come and talk about entrepreneurship, change management. We have an amazing uh, uh, friend of ours, you know, the owner of Success, John Pridich, who is an incredible speaker, and he's very, very passionate about change management. And so we think that that's a very, very useful skill to have and to uh, talk about and introduce in your companies as you're implementing Epic or as you're introducing changes that may not seem like the best changes and how to manage that process. So we're really excited to get John to come and talk about that. Um, I saw his change management session at, uh, at the conference. And I just said to him at the end, I said, oh, you're still taking me to school on this. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he's, he's, uh, he's very passionate about it and it comes through every time he talks about it. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty amazing. And he's got a ton of, of knowledge to share. So we're looking forward to bringing, you know, everybody on and just, you know, keep, keep this going. We don't know how long we'll do it or how long this is going to be. We're almost at 30 minutes now. I can't believe it. Uh, but, you know, we're going to just keep trying this and see how it goes. Let us know. Give us some feedback. We're going to definitely post a link um, on Epi Users to to the show and it'll be available on most podcast catchers um if we can figure out how to click the right buttons and i read the instructions um <laughs> and hopefully we don't have to record this a third time so if you're seeing this that means that we got it out if you're not seeing this then you won't know it happened <laughs> if you're seeing me we recorded it correctly <laughs> that's right because the first time it was just me which was a better show anyways but that's okay you know what? No one's gonna. No one's gonna argue that. <laughs> we did want to call it the Jose Gomez show. But no, no, no. Down. Leave my name out of it. I don't want to be blamed for it. Uh, we also need a name. Speaking of names, we don't know what to call we this. Need a name. Uh, are we doing a contest for this? What are we gonna do? We're gonna give some mugs away or something? Yeah, we, maybe we'll we do, a do a contest. contest. And if we pick your name, you 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 get a mug. We'll mail you a mug if you didn't have one at Insights, or we'll mail you another mug. What does it matter? Uh, but yeah, we need a name for this podcast. We we were gonna go with just Epi users, but that seems kind of lame. And we tried to get a. We did that already. Yeah, exactly. So you know, come up with a cool name. We can't use the word Epicor in our name. Uh, we don't want to get into legal trouble with anybody. Um, but, you know, get creative. Send it out there. We'll post a, a post on the forum once the, the podcast is live. Uh, and give us some feedback. And maybe we can, we, if we pick your name, we'll, uh, we'll mail you a mug. Uh, and then, you know, we'll go from there. Um, until next time, I think uh, that's it. See you, Brian. It was fun. All right. All right. Thanks, Jose. Yep. Bye.